Young, young Thomas. Michael. How you doing, buddy? How you feeling today? I'm feeling great. How about you? I'm I'm doing good because you criticized me yesterday. I said I didn't have any energy. Yeah, low believe. energy. You're like doing a Jeb Bush over there yesterday. What's up with that? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was because, I don't know. You know what I found out? What's that? I think that all of us seriously have an ADD problem, especially radio folks. Really? Yeah. I don't know about you, but. Well, you're a radio guy. I'm not really a radio guy. I'm just your sidekick. I'm finding often that I'm wandering off in so many different directions when I'm having a conversation with somebody. I've always felt like I'm ADD, and I've never taken Ridlin or anything like that. No, but, you're, you're the Renaissance man. You just got a lot of things on your mind. That's right. I got a lot of things on my mind. Like right now. The head is always spinning. <laughs> now, you want to transition into something else, and you didn't give me a chance to make go ahead, my go point. Go ahead. I'm sorry. See, that's why you have ADD just as bad as me. Go ahead. But you know what I found out? What's that, buddy? If you have ADD, and it's late in the day. Right. And you drink coffee or tea with caffeine, something highly caffeinated. Guess what? What? It has the opposite effect. It can make you super tired. And so yesterday, I had a late night tea. Slept like a baby. Really? Yeah, and it was full of caffeine, too. I was really worried about it. So that's one of the reasons I feel so good today. But, you know, given the choice here when it comes to beverages, I can really only speak intelligently on two. (laughs) Number one would be coffee, and number two would be... Wine. Correct. Now, you're the tea guy, right? Well, no, yeah, I like uh, Riobos. Yeah, and that's supposed to be really good for your stomach and kind and of a health it, thing, and there's no caffeine in it, right? Right, and antioxidants. Yeah. It's uh, it's you have to, It's an acquired taste because it doesn't, well, I don't know. It, it, everything tastes a little bit different to people, right? So my point being with all this, okay, if we're doing the broadcast in the morning, which is when we usually do it, right? Okay. <laughs> so I'm drinking coffee. And I've got a new coffee. And this is not an ad, by the way. We're not trying to sell you anything. But if you're a coffee drinker, there's some coffee brands out there that blow me away. First off, I've never been a Starbucks fan. Okay, never. But they had, over the holidays, they had this holiday blend coffee that was absolutely phenomenal. And after the holidays, like a lot of stuff does, holiday stuff, it goes on sale. I bought maybe five one pound bag. So I'm still drinking that, but just to change it up. Have you ever seen this coffee in a silver can called Illy? No. I-L-L-Y. I think it might be from Italy, but it is honestly the best coffee I've ever had in my life. And most markets have it. There's another brand. Do you watch that TV show? I think we've talked about this. Yeah. Comedians in Cars Having Coffee. It's on Amazon. Right. Or, is it, or is it Netflix? No, it's Netflix. Okay. Anyway, It's Jerry Seinfeld and his favorite comedian, and they're driving around in a car. They stop at a coffee shop. They have coffee. You see them pouring the coffee, and they always have a close-up on this coffee cup, and on the coffee cup is a logo that says Lavazza. That is another amazing coffee, all right? Just a couple of my favorite coffees, and, of course, we could talk all day about wine. Now, if you and I were talking at, like, I will not have any wine before it's time. I think that was an ad by Reuniti, right? Right. Anyway, if we were talking by one, I won't have any wine before 
one o'clock in the afternoon. I've never really had a desire for any anything alcohol earlier than that. But even one o'clock is a little early. But, you know, you might go somewhere, have a nice glass of wine or whatever for lunch. Right. But my point being, I know you're like, come on, get to the, <laughs> the point, hell is this guy you? talking about? Yeah. Here's my point. All right. Some of the things that you perceive to be stimulants later in the day, like coffee, okay, or caffeinated tea may actually work just the opposite if you're ADD. Right. And for instance, wine is not a stimulant. It mellows you out and that kind of thing. But the weird thing with me, and maybe it's because I am ADD, is when I have wine, it's a stimulant. Isn't that weird? I guess so. <laughs> I'm, just, get off the I'm just the opposite of everybody else, right? Now get off the couch and give me $50. All right. Now look. Okay. All right. What do you want to talk about today? Because well, you, we got to get on with the show. Yeah. You're just sitting there doing nothing but talking, yakking away. Yeah. Would you get to the point already? Well, you know, our. our I don't mean to interrupt you, but please you make know, our, your point. Our president doesn't believe in climate change, right? That's right. Well, right now, there's a group of activists in Finland. They're trying to get enough money. It would cost $400,000 to do this. They want to carve a 115-foot-high face of Trump into a glacier. And the reason they want to do this, and they want to broadcast it live via a video feed while they're doing it, because he doesn't believe in climate change, and they want to show the guy the amount of time it's going to take for his face to melt. How about that? You like that idea? I like that idea, and I'd like it even more if they have a really ridiculous look on his face. You know, how many of those pictures have you seen on the internet where he just has this totally stupid look, right? Well, that's the whole thing. It's going to take a long time to get all those chins on that thing, right? <laughs> you know what they're going to call this thing? No. Mount Slushmore. Mount Slushmore. There you go. I kind of like the people involved in his campaign, huh? Slush fund. And I bet Mexico would pay for this thing, don't you? I bet they would. <laughs> it's only 400000 We're not talking billions here. I might even give to that. Come so on. I, I guess they're saying they're trying to put Trump on ice. How about that? Putting Trump, Trump on ice. Trump on ice. I want to see this glacier. I want to see this picture. I think it'd be great. Especially if he's doing something like giving the raspberry, right? Right. The only thing they're worried about is if they do this and it does melt, they're worried about the giant slick that would take the North Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> Orange slick. Yeah. Yeah, orange slick. Yeah. I have to finish your jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Tom and Mike. When you were a kid, did your mom ever throw something out of yours that you really regret and say, Mom, what the hell did you do that for, your dad? It was that first little toy airplane I got. Really? That I crashed into the Christmas tree. <laughs> it, you know, it, it went round and round on a string, right? Right. And Christmas Day, I had this thing going round and round. And I discovered if I set it up just close enough to the Christmas tree, I can knock off the balls. <laughs> <laughs> that airplane didn't last long yet. She got rid of it. But it was fun for a minute. Well, this mom donated an item to Goodwill the other day and without asking her son. And you're thinking, what's the worst thing that can happen? Well, the worst thing that can happen is the son. Okay, what was the item? It was a plastic coffee mug, Okay. Okay. I guess you look at that as a mom and you got a kid who's 27 years old, still living at home. And you're saying, I guess I can get rid of this plastic. But you know, it was in the coffee mug. No clue. $6,500. Oh, now. Okay. I can see why it was a little attached to the plastic coffee mug. 
even though they haven't got the money back, she's uh, hoping that the goodwill of people, that someone's going to bring it back after reading the story. She sounds like Uncle Clarence in It's a Wonderful Life, you know? Well, she forgot to tie a string around her finger and lost the money. And the goodwill of the people are just going to magically show up with baskets full of cash. Yeah, that's going to happen. First of all, maybe it's mom's way of telling you it's time to get out of the house, right? Could be. He sounds like my nephew, Tim. She said she feels like the worst mom in the world. First of all, you have a 27-year-old living at home. You took her stuff without asking, and you think the money is coming back. There's three strikes for you, mom. Come on. Three strikes. Should we send our thoughts and our prayers to this guy? T's and P's, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I'm betting this guy just blew 6,500 on hookers and drugs, and now he's blaming his mom as a scapegoat. That's what I'm thinking. I think you might be onto something, you sleuth, you. (laughs) My mom, she got rid of her mind with baseball cards. She got rid of my baseball oh, cards. Oh, that's like gold to a child. You were forever scarred. I was. <laughs> Especially if I had a Mickey Mantle 19-something, would have been worth like $300,000. Oh, I'm my sure gosh. I Did you? Well, who knows? You know what I used to do, like an idiot I was? Did you ever do this as a kid? I would take my baseball cards, and instead of saving them, you would pristinely put them in a plastic wrapping and save them. I would put them on the spokes of my bike with... Uh, uh, what do you call those things you put up, you hang your the sheets on the... What do you call those things that moms put their sheets on the line with? Oh, clothespins. Clothespins. Didn't you ever do that as a kid? Put clothespins with cards on your... That was before my time. Oh, really? Yeah. But it would make a noise like a muffler. You make a noise like a muffler every time we get together. What's up with that? And, you know, he's really loud and obnoxious on the daily podcast. What's this world coming to... Dot com. Tom and Mike. You know, Walmart has been like the king of the hill for a lot of years now, right? Right. Why do you think that is? Do you have any idea? Price, inventory, availability, convenience. You're pretty close. First of all, they have strength in their store grocery sales. Their groceries. Yeah. They groceries. Have, they, okay. They have broad financial service offerings in bank. I, they don't. Have, we have one Walmart. Who would go to Walmart? For the well, bank. Some, I, I don't know. I, that wouldn't be me. Flyover America. They have better pet products than anybody else. Pet owners purchase from Walmart than any other retailer. It's got to be price. Do you know that 140 million customers visit Walmart in person or online every week? That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. Think guess how many employees they have. I'm going to say 3 million. 2.2 million. Gosh, I'm good. Yes, they are. <laughs> and Sam Walton, who was the founder of this, they had one simple goal to help people save money so they could live better. That was his goal. Was that TV show about his family, the Waltons? That's right. I like John Boy the best. Yeah, me too. I like that little dimple. Or not, it wasn't a dimple. It was a, it was a beauty spot, right? Well, I wasn't really attracted to him that way. I just like the character. You know what? I'd like When I hear about Walmart, do you have a Walmart near you? I do. Do you ever go to it? Yeah, it's maybe three miles away. Don't you think the average person... In America, lives within five miles of a Walmart. See, that's the other thing. They're everywhere. They're freaking everywhere. I'm just waiting for a Walmart to have a bar in their store. That would make people watching to the next level, wouldn't it? You know, in some of these small towns, that's all they got, right? Right. It isn't a huge store. I mean, a lot of people go there dressed Some of these Walmarts are really big. They're like Walmart superstores. You've been to those, right? Right. Do you shop at Walmart? Yes, I do. What's your favorite thing there, the... The hot dogs that have been on the spit all day? No, I go for specific <laughs> things. I get, again, produce, 
you know, there's. But you can buy a hot dog there for a dollar. Uh, That's not going to happen. You'd rather have one of those stadium dogs bathing in God only knows what that is, right? You know, back before Walmart used to buy a ticket to go to the carnival to see a bearded lady. Not anymore. Not anymore. You just go to Walmart. They're right <laughs> That's up right. there. That's right. You can see all that stuff there. Right. There's a lot of beautiful people at Walmart. We just haven't found them yet. Yeah. The only matter of time before a security camera at Walmart will be a reality show. Don't you think that would be a good one? Oh, my goodness. You are on to something right there. <laughs> that is a million-dollar idea. I don't know about you. I do a lot of ordering off of Amazon. Right. right? But if it's something I need right at that moment and there's a place nearby that I know sells everything, that's where you go, right? Yeah. Produce. Like sometimes I'll get sweatpants, things like that, that are really cheap. I wonder if anybody, any single men would go to a Walmart looking for a wife. Oh, baby, you better believe it. You know, because they're thrift minded, all the things that a good wife should be, right? Right. As the Bible would say. The Bible says that a good wife is an industrious, smart she is smart. She is a good shopper. She's a thrift-minded. All these things are in the Bible. Did you know that? Right. It's called a virtuous woman, and I'll bet you, between your local church or synagogue or Walmart, you might have a fighting chance, John Q. and Mary M. Radio Public. <laughs> Tom and Mike. Now, you... Love to go to restaurants, don't you? I do. Between your tasting fine wine and good food. Are we going to talk about restaurants? Because that's my wheelhouse, baby. Well, there's a a chef. Are you going to tell me why he feels this way? He has three Michelin stars, which is really good for a restaurant. He's one of the best chefs in Paris. His name is Sebastian Bra. But he has a restaurant called La Suquette, S-U-Q-U-E-T. I don't know how you pronounce that. He's unhappy, and he doesn't want his Michelin stars. Why do you think he says that? Because... People go to these Michelin star restaurants. There's only a handful in the world. I think there might be less than 100. They go with the idea of basically knocking them off their stars. Am I right? People that go to these restaurants are really, really particular and snooty. Well, you're kind of right. He doesn't want the intense pressure of maintaining the star. Yeah, it's a very high bar. Right. And people that go into these places, yeah, they're going to spend a lot of money. But if something is not up to their standards, and that's a completely subjective thing, you just don't know. You know what? I never told you about this. There's a great show on Netflix. I can't remember. I'll have to get you the name of it. Oh, I know. I know that show. About they they go for an hour long. Yeah, and I watched it for a while. I can't remember the name of it either. They delve into it. It was good. Yeah, it was good. I I can't. Here's the one thing I don't like about really, really great chefs is when I go to a restaurant, this is probably like you too, I just want a great meal and a good ambiance, right? And good service. Right. But what I don't want is these chefs today, they create these plates that look like art exhibits. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, I like the presentation. I think that's important. They spend like an hour in making like a little string on top of a scallop and with a cream and a design of a Pollock painting. Don't you find that a little bit weird? You don't want to eat it because it looks so beautiful. You know, we eat with our eyes and all our senses are involved in the eating process. So I think the presentation is very important. So that's where you and I might disagree. I love all that stuff. I went to a place not too long ago. The beef was so undercooked. It started eating my salad. (laughs) I don't like the presentation so much. Yeah, but what if they just slopped something on the plate and it came out really messy, but it was delicious? I'd love it. 
Okay. Love it, love it, love it. Now, that's look, the difference between you and me. That's right. You're a connoisseur. Tom and Mike. You know what the CDC is, right? The Center for Disease Control? Correct. They come out with an official warning against kissing and snuggling hedgehogs. Do <laughs> you think that? That's not a fake story. Due to a salmonella outbreak, 11 people across eight states have all been infected with some kind of strain of bacteria, all have contact with hedgehogs. Now, have you seen these hedgehogs? They're little baby hedgehogs. They're cute as hell, although they're a little prickly. What is it they say about putting lipstick on a hog? (laughs) (laughs) Here's what I really want to snuggle and kiss it. And they're a little prickly. Then again, so is my wife. So I don't know. So, but did uh, you marry a hedgehog? No, I didn't. I mean, did you think you'd live to the day where the CDC would have to put out a warning about snuggling hedgehogs? Actually, it makes complete total sense to me because some of these really backwoods rural areas where there's not a lot of people. What do you got to do? You got to snuggle with whatever you can snuggle <laughs> with, right? And the other thing, right? Right. Do you know how AIDS started? Somebody had sex with a monkey. Well, they say that. Is that I don't know if that's true or not. That could be one of those. Uh, I don't know. Old wives tale. Come on, Mike. <laughs> Let's get real here. You know, there's some strange, kiki, weird people out there that have sex with animals and yeah, they create new diseases. Don't well, you think that's possible? I guess. But when I hear this story, I say, geez, just another one of life's guilty pleasures I'll have to live without. And you too, my friend. I don't want you snuggling any hedgehogs in the next couple months. You don't have to worry about Wait it. Wait till the... <laughs> All right. Tom and Mike. We haven't done this in a while, but... All right, let's go! All right, here we go. All I ever get is spam, get is spam, get is spam. All I ever get is spam. Will it ever stop? It's time for what's in your spam folder. Spam, 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 spam. You know what I'm going to do? What's that? Because this is totally impromptu. There's 50 messages in my spam folder, and I'm just going to go up and down. I'm not even reading them, and I'm just going to pick one. All right, I'll see, if I, I'll see if I can top yours. Hi, how are you? <laughs> I hope my letter will not come as a surprise to you. You must have been very surprised when you saw my letter. I ask you not to be surprised. I just want to meet you. My name is Irina. I am 30 years old. Russia. I live in... It's some pl- I can't even pronounce it. It's someplace in Russia. Right. My new friend, where do you live? Now... Here's a young 30-year-old Russian bot who wants to connect with a hot DJ. And her name is Irina. Yeah, baby. Yeah. It goes on and on and on. It's quite... Did you answer her? No, I I just opened it just now. I have no idea it was in my folder. I've been to many countries and have seen that Russian men are different from foreign men. I was very surprised by the huge difference in behavior and attitude and... Physical attributes. I wonder what she means by physical attributes. (laughs) I decided to try to find love on the internet since the internet has become very popular and many people meet online every day. I hope that we will be able to start communication and find something that we could do fun together. I will wait for your reply with impatience. I hope you write me back soon. Yours always. Irina. <laughs> That's kind of weird. Okay, so 
So that's what's in my spam folder. All right, folder. so I got. Well, I was looking through mine yesterday, and I got two. Here's what's funny about it. Should I respond? <laughs> yes. Let's play no. this out. No. All right. Well, I got one called a Xylix Z Y A L I X free trial, better than Viagra. And it, here's the ad: Any man can last 2.5 hours. Wives are speechless. And here's what's in this thing: horny goat, whatever that is, wild yam, Korean ginger, ginseng. Licorice root, oyster shells, extract, and they throw in the kitchen sink. How about that? Any hedgehog extract? No, but here's what's funny. About eight spams down, there is an ad for something called Zygen, Z-Y-G-E-N-X. And it's the same exact thing. Same ad, same thing, but it's not called Xylex. It's called Zygen. So what's that about? This pill with the- Horny goat, whatever horny that goat. is. Horny goat? Yeah. Should I get some of those uh, for my new Russian girlfriend? Yes. Tell her that. <laughs> Write her back and say, in anticipation of meeting you, I went on and I got a free sample of Xylex. So I'll be 2.5 hours better than any man. And my wife is- Oh, that would be fun. We start connecting spam with other spam. And suddenly there's a spam explosion. And by the time our wives are finished with the divorce and taking everything that we have, we'll be reduced to canned spam. <laughs> Let's go! All right, guys. All right, here we go. All I ever get is spam, get is spam, get is spam. All I ever get is spam. Will it ever stop?